Hello and welcome to another edition of the Ponty Rugby Show, your weekly catch-up with all things concerning your local Premiership Rugby Club, Pontypridd RFC. I'm Gitto Davis, your host on the show, and as ever, we have a lot to go through in a short space of time. Looking back on a close-fought win for Ponty over Pontypool on Saturday, on what was a significant and emotional day for Locke Christicomedes and his family. And we look forward to this coming weekend's fixture away to Merthyr. Our special guest this week, in conversation with our correspondent Yastin Thomas, will be tight-head prop Tom Harper, the cornerstone of a very effective front-row unit who this season have demolished many an opposing pack. Pontypridd hosted the mighty Pooler on Saturday and posted a morale-boosting bonus point win by 29 points to 26. But as the scoreline suggests, a nervy ending to the contest, as Ponty had to withstand a late repost by the visitors to cling on to their victory. Four tries were scored to secure the bonus point, claimed by hooker Rob Jones, who crossed twice, flanker Al Edward and fullback Josh Phillips with Phillips also adding three conversions and a penalty. The afternoon was a hugely significant one for veteran Pontylock Chris Dickamidis, making his milestone 400th club appearance. Dicko led out the team, accompanied by his son Jacob and daughter Layla, the Ponty squad wearing specially commissioned commemorative shirts, which were later auctioned off to supporters in a packed clubhouse bar. Tributes were paid to Dickamidis by club officials and fellow players after the match, and in a very poignant moment, as he had sadly lost his mother in the preceding week, Dicko was presented with a club blazer by his father. There can be no doubt that Chris Dickamidis' contribution to Pontypridd RFC over the past 20 years has been hugely significant, and the tributes paid to him were well earned. After the final whistle on Saturday out on the Sardis Road pitch, I caught up with double-try-scoring hooker Rob Jones to get his reaction to that win against Pontypool. Rob, um, for you personally today, two tries and you're up there amongst the top try-scorers for the club this season, so you must have enjoyed your afternoon. Oh, outstanding, to be fair, yeah. It's not often a uh, front five get up in the top try-scorers, uh, like Liam Lloyd and Stecky and stuff. But yeah, no, today was all about Dicko. Um, getting our result for him, he's a tough week obviously with the passing of his mother so yeah it's a squad we all spoke about this week because this is all for them the result just puts a chair on top for that and um, yeah come close to the end we fought back a bit but we knew we had uh, the hunger and the desire to get this win today for Christian. The pool are renowned for their forward play you know the power of their pack you, you took them on today up front like you said and um Scored four tries and a bonus point win. Yeah, definitely. We obviously we know how powerful they are at home and away. Um, but yeah, we we spoke for the game and said we need to meet fire with fire today. Um, we knew they were going to throw a kitchen sink at us our first half, and again in our first fifteen the second half. So I think we dealt with that really well. Uh, set piece went really well for us today as well, which is a credit to obviously Lee and and Dick going to line out. So um, and Geraint. So. Yeah, really pleased the performance now and um, we can enjoy our evening now with Christian. With it away next week, tough one, you've got to carry this momentum on. Definitely, yeah, definitely. Obviously, we've got a few injuries as long as ourselves. So, yeah, we've got to dust ourselves off now before obviously, we get a few weeks break, Six Nations. But, yeah, looking forward to it. Obviously, you've got to win 
and um, yeah, hopefully get another result. Excellent. Thank you, Rob. Thanks Cheers. Saturday's win lifted Ponty to a creditable fifth place in the Premiership table, leapfrogging opponents Pontypool, and now with a record of eight wins, one draw and eight defeats from the 17 league matches played. Well, it's time now for our guest interview, and earlier in the week, Yestin Thomas caught up with prop Tom Harper, a mountain ash product who has gained a reputation as a strong scrimmager and ball carrier for Pontypreeth. Tom, thanks for joining me today. First of all, how are you? Yeah, I'm great. Thank you very much. Yeah, and you know what? What's it like? You know, on, on a on a Tuesday night in in training, obviously, especially off the back of a of a win on the weekend. So today it was really good to go train. Obviously, after the back of a good result. So usually we just analyze what the game, see what what we've done good, and look at some of the bad stuff. And obviously, there was a lot of good from Saturday's performance. And then obviously we go through the usual conditioning skills contact area, stuff like that. And then obviously we split the backs and forwards and then forwards we look at like the line outs and specifically for me me and obviously the front row we're looking at scrums, live, live scrums, which always helps us prepare for Saturday. You, you mentioned the live scrums there, you know, how, how vital are those to be, be able to get them done in training in preparation for the game ahead? Yeah, obviously they're really good. Um, it's, it adds a lot of competition. Obviously, there's some good, um, there's some good props. We have got myself, Ben, Tom Devine, Morgan Masanko. We got some of the youngsters coming through, like Kiki, um, and there's some uh, youngsters coming through. But that competition allows us to do what we do on a Saturday and prepare ready for the game. And obviously, we've we come up against a strong pack on Saturday. So those live scrums helped us prepare for those for Saturday. And obviously, we did a lot of scrums tonight, which will help us for this Saturday against Merthyr. Yeah, you, you mentioned the how how the scrums helped uh, on last Saturday against Pontypool. You know, what was that reaction? You know, in the first half, when you, when you got on top of, of that uh, pool of scrum, I think taking the set piece away from them is a key part to beating Pontypool. They've obviously pride themselves on this scrum and the line out. So taking that away from us helped us get that big W that we needed. Obviously, we haven't beaten the top side above us until Saturday. So that was really important. And taking that set piece away from them really was important for us to get that W. Yeah. And, you know, what was that like, you know, coming out for the second half and seeing a new a new front row come on for Pontypool? You know, what, what's that like for, for, a, for a prop that's obviously had the first half where you'd been a bit on top and then seeing, you know, a completely different front row coming on? Yeah, it's obviously, it's it's good, obviously, because we've done our job. <laughs> so, it's um, yeah, I I, really, I I thought we did really well Saturday and them changing their front row obviously meant that we did a, did a bit of a job on them and the second half then they they brought some, some fresh legs to try and do a job on us, but I think we held them well second half as well. So I think obviously we did really well the first half, but we I think we tried to push on second half, even though they had a fresh front row. Over the last couple of games, there's been times where Pontypool have been leading, especially in the first half, and maybe allowing the opposition back in during the second. You know how how relieving it was in the end to get that win over the line. Yeah, it was really important for us to get that win. Obviously, we were disappointed against um, Flandavri and Evervale not to get that win. And we, I think we let ourselves down in the last 20 minutes of those games. But this week, it was really, really important. And it was a massive game for Dicko as well. So all the boys wanted to get that win on his 400th game. Yeah, and obviously you mentioned uh, Chris Tugmides there in his 400th game. You know, how much of a collected effort it was to make sure there was a, a victory for Chris on his 400th? I think um, legend gets banned, banned around a lot late, and nowadays. And he is just literally... 
he epitomises what a, le- a club legend is and it was really important for us to get the win for him because he deserves it and we all we all wanted to get that big W for him on his a very important day for him and his family. I just want to talk about yourself uh, from a uh, on a personal uh, level. You know, as you were growing up, was it always Pontypridd as, as a youngster coming through the juniors and, and youth level? Um, so no, I started off with Mountain Ash. So they're, they're, they're my local club. So I always played for them all the way through up until youth. And then I went to Swansea University. So then I, I did four years at Swansea University, played for the Bucks um, rugby team there. And then I got picked up. I was going back and forth to Mount Nash every, on, on the weekend. So I'd play Wednesday, Saturday, which was quite hard, but I think it helped my development. But also then I got picked up by Swansea in my, I think it was my second or third year. So I had a few games for them in the premiership. And when I come back then from uni, I went to play for Mountain and Ash and um, Godfrey, uh, Dan Godfrey gave me a text then to see if I wanted to come down to Pontypridd. What was that like playing in the Bucks uh, University Leagues? You know, uh, quite a lot of people, you know, speak about it nowadays. So what was that experience like playing in the Bucks? Yeah, I really enjoyed playing in the Bucks, um, Bucks rugby. And in my last year, we got promoted, uh, I got Swansea University. I was part of the team that got Swansea University promoted into the Super Rugby, which is quite important for the university now because obviously it's a pathway it's another pathway for people to go other than the traditional route of regional rugby and it just gives you another opportunity and another avenue to play rugby if you don't get picked up by the regions I know there's been some uh, I think Max Nagy got picked up by the Ospreys through playing for Swansea University so it's another pathway for people to pick take yeah, and you mentioned you know your, your local club Mountain Ash. Do you, do you still go back there when, once in a while? Maybe you know go and watch watch the first team or even even play for the, a rare weekend off. Yeah, so I try and try and play as much as I can. Obviously, playing for Pontypridd limits me the chance to play for Mountain Ash. But yeah, so normally at the end of the season when uh, we finish up with Ponty, there's always a few games for Mountain Ash left. So I try and have a little run out for the club. Yeah, so and I try and watch. Well, as much as possible. So when we haven't got a game, you've been at Pontypridd since the summer of 2021. And how much are you enjoying your time at the club? Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. The, the boys are great, and obviously last year was a very tough year for us. We didn't do as well as we hoped, but I think this year we've bounced back. We've signed some really good players, and we're we're looking good. And hopefully, we can push on this last seven games. I think it is, so, and try and get something, and try and push on to the top four. Hopefully, that's that's my aspirations. Yeah, and you know, on a on a personal level, you know, how much have you enjoyed this season with with the pack? Because at times it has the 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 forward dominance has really shown in some games. Yeah, I think um, I really enjoy playing with like the front row. I, I really enjoy playing with Rob Jones, and Ben Stevens, and Tom Devine, and Gavin Parr. He's looking really good as a youngster coming through, and even Curtis Greenslade. I think we got. I love playing with that front row, and like. I think we've really pushed on this year as a pack of forwards, and we've chat and we've challenged ourselves to dominate as many teams as we can. I think we're doing a very good job. Yeah, and obviously off a off a win against Pontypool is a, a big game awaits on the weekend away at the win against Merthyr. You know how much are you looking forward to that on a personal level and on a team level as well? Yeah, obviously Merthyr have got a very good scrum and they get quite a physical pack, so we're looking forward to that challenge ahead. And obviously. It's a it's a massive game for us. We need to try and win that and push on. Then, how much of a, a physicality, you know, a battle in the physical uh, side of things are you, are you looking at? 
Yeah, they got some they got some big lumps like um Craig Locke, uh Paddy McBride. So it'll be a challenge for us, but we've we fronted up all all year, so I'm, no doubt the boys will front up and get stuck in them. Yeah, and one final question. Um if it was the last day of the of the regular season or maybe potentially a, a top four playoff, would you rather a last minute penalty try from a scrum or a last minute try scored by yourself? I think I'd rather a penalty try with by the scrum. <laughs> <laughs> it's more of a team effort then, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, just just about. Uh, Tom, brilliant. Thanks for coming on. Thank you very much. It's the Valley's Derby this coming Saturday as Ponty make the short hop up the A470 to play Merthyr at their Wearing Ground. The rearranged fixture kicks off early at 12.30pm as it's the commencement of the Six Nations tournament with Wales hosting Scotland later in the day. That game kicking off at 4.45pm. The Supporters Club are organising coach travel to Merthyr, departing Sardis Road at 11.15am and returning straight after the final whistle, ferrying the fans back to the Ponty Clubhouse in time to settle down to watch the Wales vs Scotland match. To book a seat on the coach, please call Phil Lysett on 01443 Six six two five six one. That's zero one four four three six six two five six one. Merthyr versus Ponty matches are always a bit tasty, with the local bragging rights at stake, and Saturday's clash should be a real cracker. The Ironmen are eighth placed in the league rankings, three positions and seven points adrift of Ponty, but with three matches in hand. Finally, on a sad note, Pontypridd RFC has recently lost another club stalwart in former lock David Love, who made over 300 appearances between 1946 and 1957, and who maintained close links with the club after hanging up his boots, coming in as one of the volunteers maintaining the Sardis Road Stadium. He was the oldest surviving Ponty player before his passing. A minute's silence was observed before the Pontypool game last Saturday in tribute to Die Love, and the club offers its sincere condolences to his family and close friends. And that's it for this edition of the Ponty Rugby Show, and a big thank you for listening in, and thank you as ever to Yestin Thomas and to his guest Tom Harper for their contributions. Let's hope for a big double on Saturday. Ponty to win up at Merthyr and Wales to kick off the Six Nations with a win over Scotland. And we hope that you can join us again, same time, same channel, next week on the Ponty Rugby Show. In the meantime, from me, Gator Davis, it's Hoilvau Ramatro.